A few weeks ago, Talking Health Tech attended Digital Health Festival in Melbourne, and we had the opportunity to speak with a number of key influencers and decision makers who featured on the agenda. You can go back and check out episode 360 of this podcast for the full feature episode we recorded at Digital Health Festival at our booth during the event. Now, I was also lucky enough to spend some quality time with some of our THT Plus company members at their own exhibition booth at Digital Health Festival to record some dedicated feature episodes of this podcast. One of those conversations I had was with Jane Thompson from Medi Records. And in this episode today, you'll learn about their makeover and launch of Medi Records 2.0. You'll hear all about the enhancements they're making to the platform that they're excited to launch. We'll understand their commitment to multidisciplinary care and how they're supporting healthcare providers in delivering efficient and innovative solutions. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Between now and the end of June, we're conducting the 2024 Talking Health Tech audience survey. This helps us prioritize content, hone in key messages, and refine the show to make it even better. We also want to understand who the biggest cohorts of our audience are. So I'd love for you to take five or ten minutes to have your say and complete the survey. Everyone who completes it goes in the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of THT Plus membership credits to put towards a membership for yourself as an individual or to help get the word out about your company. The link to complete the survey is in the show notes of this episode, or just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey. My name's Jane Thompson. I'm a head of product here at Many Records. I've been in health tech for about 12, 13 years or so. I actually just really fell into it by starting out in pharmacy and really just fell in love with health software from there. I've worked across pharmacy, hospital, virtual care, and then most recently here in Medi Records. Been with us here for almost two years or so. Wow, okay. And what do you do at Medi Records? So I lead our product function. So I'm very lucky to lead a fantastic team in products. We have our product owners, business analysts, designers, and our delivery team. And Medi Records, the product. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So Medi Records is a digital health platform that was founded in 2014. Mm -hmm. I think with the vision of being the first cloud-based practice management and clinical system for GPs, but really has a framework underneath that that really supports truly multidisciplinary care. So we've seen GPs, specialists, even allied health, and more recently hospitals for supporting hospitals by way of things like billing and even electronic prescribing and mental health, et cetera. That's interesting. The growth of Medi Records from what I knew of Medi Records back in the day to that point in the outpatient, almost like family GP setting. And I guess the largest opportunity there would be in like the corporate groups of those little clinics. So how has that evolution gone from just the single clinics to this kind of plethora of almost being like the poles and wires of healthcare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think the way that MediRecords was established around everything, having multiple practices across the one single tenant and allowing, you know, access of patient information and clinical records across each has sort of set up the framework. But even large contracts and deals that we've been working through is taking us all the way from primary care even into like low acuity admission care. We're working on a key project with Australian Defence at the moment, which is really seeing... Medi Records as the platform all the way through, which is quite an exciting space. Yeah. So. That defence contract, that's we can't just gloss over that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell us a bit, about, explain that a little We're bit We're so more. used to it that yeah, I just no. mentioned it at all it's times. A, it's not a typical contract <laughs> as far as I'm aware. 
Yeah, so prior to myself joining, I think the initiation or the initiation of discussion around this project with Australian Defence started some four years ago or so, but really ramped up all last year. We've scaled the business substantially to be able to support it across product and technology primarily. Mm-hmm. What the solution is, is it's the health knowledge management solution for ADF. It's a consortium of vendors. The first phase is ourselves who are performing primary care inpatient care, very much like a low acuity inpatient solution. So complex care is often handled via transfers out of facilities, as an example. And the patient portal, that's all being handled by ourselves. And then we're integrating to other vendors like Alcidian for longitudinal health record, Fred IT for pharmacy, Titanium for dental. And then the list goes on with further phases into. Wow. But there are other kind of big, like we've seen those big announcements for some of those larger form contracts as well. I know from a vendor's perspective, sometimes particularly from product side, that one thing you don't want to do if you're an earlier stage organization is you get a big contract and then that becomes like just what you do. That's like your thing. But it sounds like it's a solution that will definitely solve for those points and that'll be a big priority, but there's other areas too. Yeah, I think it's so important to continue to innovate and continue to evolve. I think naturally Medirecord's probably attracted a more innovative customer base from the first instance. And I think showing dedication to that innovation ongoing is really important. Mm. COVID, of course, changed everything by way of virtual care. And since then, virtual care has been a huge growth area for us. Just as a cloud-based solution, I think naturally it helps support geographical locations, providers to be able to log in from outside of clinic walls or typical bricks and mortar type setting. So having to evolve off the back of virtual care and then how does that actually continue to apply and at scale when opportunities come up, like we've had a couple of opportunities around virtual emergency department with Northern as an example and my emergency doctor and even more recently in Queensland Health looking to expand into some clinical aspects. So I think honestly, I really think it's about evolving and responding to needs of the customers where we can and showing that scalability, which we absolutely have. And I think now we're seeing a real use case in the market for it. The Talking Health Tech podcast has evolved a lot over the years, all based on audience feedback. Now I need your help, yes you, to shape the future of this show. Between now and the end of June, we're running our biggest campaign to date in order to understand what makes the global healthcare ecosystem tick. Last time we ran our Talking Health Tech audience survey, we learnt 40% of our audience are clinicians, 77% of our audience tune in for professional development and market awareness. 8% of people listen to Talking Health Tech for competitor profiling, and only 2% of people listen to the podcast to fall asleep. And this time around, I can't wait to find out about your preferences for audio versus video content, which topics we should dive into more, preferences for hosts and formats and geographical reach and so much more. And don't worry, we'll be sharing all the insights once all the responses are collected as well. So if you're a supporter of Talking Health Tech and you can spare five or 10 minutes, please complete our 2024 audience survey. And to say thanks for your input, everyone who completes the survey goes into the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of credits towards THT Plus membership. Go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey or the links in the show notes of this episode as well. Tell me a bit more about 2.0. So I think mm. you touched on it, but let's go into a bit more detail what that is and what's happening at MediRecords. Yeah, very excited about 2.0. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> um, so it's really introducing the next phase of MediRecords. So mm. the first part of it is actually our new user interface. So MediRecords, this is really about 
a new, fresh look and feel. And I hope our customers see it as a dedication to ongoing customer experience and user experience. Yep. It's got a much more simplified palette, but more importantly, we're looking at utilizing every single pixel on the screen. So mm. there's no dead space anymore, more information for optimization and that sort of thing. So really hoping, but at the same time, we've kept muscle memory and kept enough familiarization within the product that there's no major changes or change management. I'm really hoping our customers respond really well yeah. to it. Because I know when I use like a cloud thing, you wake up the next morning, you're so used to like <laughs> clicking this thing up here and you're like, wait, wait, it's not there anymore. And yeah. then it's like those little things jar you. <laughs> like if you're not prepared for it, you're kind of like, oh, it I know. takes you by. And then you, it creates the, all these emotions. It's, it's such a funny thing. Like yeah. the, that, that kind of, so you must be thinking about this a lot. <laughs> all the time. So it's really important to keep, we talk sort of primary actions and the, yeah. and the actions that we're hoping people navigate around the system, making sure that they're really prominent, really obvious, mm. and we're not changing things that are really core to a workflow because mm. that's like social media apps are a classic, right? You log into your, your phone and all of a sudden you're like, oh, how do I get to that again? And you're outraged and offended for a minute and you're over <laughs> it in two days. But it's true. It's true. And so it's really important to keep core workflows the same where it makes sense, optimizing them where possible. Like we've looked at streamlining, been really conscious of things like click count and how do we make something that's mm. 10 steps? Can we actually make it less steps? And really looking at that where possible, but keeping a core workflow and behavior and what we refer to as muscle memory. So where you expect things to be are still there yeah. and creating familiarization in the apps is really important as well. Every screen should look and feel at least harmonious and you know where to go. You know, top right is where you create new for an example. Yeah. But there's all the things that come along with it too. Like all the screenshots in the knowledge base. All <laughs> now I'm in my head, I'm just like, wow, that's like a lot of getting things ready because you yeah. want, on one hand, you want to be able to hold everyone's hand through the process. But Media Records, I think, is probably at a size now that you literally can't be on the phone to every single new customer and take them through step by step. But how do you deal with that? Like you say, in a scalable mm -hmm. way, that by definition, the product is super scalable. You need the support to be able to scale as well. Oh, I know. And it's really challenging. And I'm sure the customer support and customer success teams have hated me at times. <laughs> but we've essentially been working through this phase. The new UI has been in the works for probably almost nine months, I'd say, yeah. on and off. Like when we started circulating the designs, talking through the changes, even internally, what do we need to make sure that we're covering? Knowledge base is a really good point. It's so great having extensive screenshots to step people through the products but when you're changing almost every screen in the yeah. product or you are changing every screen in the product it's been a real journey internally it's meant that we've gone through numerous rounds of regression testing and feel really comfortable with the outcome and yeah it's been a real journey to update all documentation all references our initial go live will be with a pilot site of seven customers mm -hmm. where they'll have the opportunity to use the new give us feedback make sure just to check with all the workflows that we've run through making sure that in the real world it's all active yeah. and working as we expect yep. and that's due to kick off at the end of this week actually yeah right yeah. Yeah. and i imagine then because one thing for particularly in the outpatient care side clinic owners looking mm. at practice management systems a lot would be thinking well, well I, I need to move to the it's not a matter of, of if i move to the car we need to make this transition Media Records has been in market for, like you say, nearly 10 years now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, got some good runs on the board in terms of feedback and experience. So it's probably a good time for someone to come on with the refresh look and feel to, to get in. I think so. Yeah. And we've seen, we've had a number of customer sessions where we've had 80 plus attendees. We've done these lunch and learns where our training team have run you through. These are the changes. This is what it looks like today. This mm -hmm. is what it will look like. 
and the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. I was expecting a little bit of apprehension because change can be scary, but the feedback has been really positive. I think it's a response to how clean and neat this. We've got increased accessibility and the UI is, is absolutely an improvement for the better. Mm-hmm. That's not a dig at the current. I think it was incredibly <laughs> forward thinking sure. back in 2014, 2015, yeah. but I'm surprised that our customers particularly have yeah responded really positively to it. Mm. Good time. And so then looking ahead, and so you've got a few plates spinning because you've got (laughs) new customers. Are there any other big things that you're working on right now that you're excited to see the outcomes from? Yeah. So I think 2.0 really is the kind of the introduction of this next phase. The UI is the first part, but then we're really standing up the framework to release a whole heap of extended capability over the next coming months, some sooner than others. But just things like a real focus on, honestly, it's about feeding information back from the customer in. Like we've been in market now for about nine years. We've got a lot of customer insights that we've now got this opportunity to start feeding that into the product. We've structured ourselves even internally. We've gone through a um, clarity of message and offering in the market around our three core pillars being care, connect and engage. So care being our care platform, which is obviously in use by clinicians, doctors, et cetera. Our Connect platform, which is our integration platform and both our REST and Fire APIs. Our Fire API journey being something we've been undertaking for about six to nine months now. And our Engage platform, which is currently our mobile app, but is something that we're porting to a web-based portal, which will have a whole heap of extended functionality around bi-directional communication back to the care platform. So even just creating that clarity internally first and then that messaging in market to get a really clear message of this is the kind of healthcare problems and these are the kinds of solutions we can provide out to the healthcare ecosystem, basically. Yeah, no, good one. Jane, appreciate you making the time to have a chat. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you made it this far, you're the perfect person that I want to hear from. Our THT Plus audience survey is now open until the end of June, and I personally read every submission. In fact, if you leave a comment in the survey that you heard this promotion in a podcast episode, I promise I'll reply directly to you by email with a personal note of thanks, and I'll even buy your coffee next time I see you in person. It's pretty easy. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey and have your say. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.